We have in the Mishnah that a chayle is potter from, from the sukkah, that if a person is ill, they don't have to sit in the sukkah. Um, and the Gemara says on Daf Chovav Umadalef that you don't have to be terribly ill to be potter from a sukkah. It's one of the few mitzvahs where we're very light on the ptur. If your eyes are hurting, you've got a headache, those are all reasons for which under certain circumstances you can uh, you potter from the sukkah. Um Rabin Shimon Gamlil, Rabin Shimon Gamlil says, Pamachat Khashti Be'enai Bekesari. Once I, my eyes were hurting me and I was in, in Kesaria. Uh, and Rabbi Yossi Berebi, that's Rabbi Yossi Bar Chalafta, um, allowed me to, and, and those who were serving me, to sleep outside of the sukkah. And it's interesting that, that Rabbi Yossi Berebi, Rabbi Yossi Bar Chalafta, wasn't a Rebbe of Rabbi Shimon Gamliel. On the contrary, he was the Rebbe of Rabbi Shimon Gamliel's son, who was Rabbi Huda Hanossi. So they were contemporaries. So it's, it's interesting that he needed Rabbi Yossi Bar Chalafta's heter. Surely Rabbi, Yossi, Rabbi Shimon Ben Gamliel could himself decide that it's, I can sit inside the sukkah. Does he need a heter from his, from his chaver. So it seems that this is so subjective, this issue of, of whether you can, you, you're feeling bad enough to go inside or not is, is subjective. So they didn't rely on, on their own feelings about it. They asked a friend, what do, what do you feel about this? This is how I'm feeling. Is this enough reason to go? They asked for an external authority. Some, sometimes we trust ourselves and sometimes we're just too subjective. And this is a subjective halacha. Uh, so he asks Rabbi Yossi Ber Chalafta, and he said he could go and sit inside. Uh, and then the Gemara says, Rav Shara le Rav Acha Bardala le Migna Bechilta Besuke Mishumbaki. Rav allowed Rav Acha Bardala to sleep under a kind of a mosquito net, a, 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 a bed with poles and a, and a net over the, over the bed. Uh, and to eat there be, and to sleep there because of mosquitoes. Says Rashi, I've got it for you in the in the printed sheet. For even though this this bed with this net spread over it is more than ten fachim high and it has a roof, therefore creating a separate reshut in the sukkah. And if you're inside that space, you're not in the sukkah. Nevertheless, he allowed him to. It's as if he's outside of the sukkah. Um, nevertheless, that he, he's allowed to do that. Says Tosfos, Omar of Yehuda Omar Shmuel, Mutelishan bekelat chatanim. Sorry, this is a Tosfos. We're going back to the Gemara on Daf Yudalf. What's the Gemara on Daf Yudalf? There we had a case of Rabbi Yehuda Omar Shmuel saying, Mutelishan bekelat chatanim besukah lefisha ein lagag. Uh, the, you could sleep in this kind of tent that the chosen and kala they used to make for the chosen and kala, which was like a canopied bed, um, a beautiful canopied bed, and you could sleep in that even though it, uh, because it doesn't have a roof, implying if it does have a roof you can't because it's not gavua asara. But Tosfot says on that there, uh, Tosfot says on that here our Tosfot that this din of mutal lishan bechelat chatanim, we don't pask in that way. We don't pask in that you're allowed to, to, allow to sleep in this uh, canopied bed. That's, that's not allowed. And that's, I quote the Tosfos on Daf Yudalef, 
Uh, and where Tosfus brings our Gemara, first establishes Ein Halachakein, that the Halacha is not that way. You cannot sleep in a bed that is, that is canopied because that's a separate Rishut. In that case, asks Tosfus on Daf Yud Aleph, what about Rav Shara Le Rav Klomar? The reason that he allowed him to, to stay in that kind of canopied bed is because of the mosquitoes. Klomar de potum in because a mitzayer is potum in It doesn't matter that, you're not, that it's not sukkah. So Tosfus uses that as a further proof that the halochi is not that you're allowed to stay in a tented canopied bed in, in the sukkah. You're not allowed to. And the proof is that Rav allowed it only because of the mosquitoes and because mitzayer is potum in asukah. If you're suffering in the sukkah, you're potum. You see clearly from there that if it weren't for the mosquitoes, he wouldn't be allowed to stay in, in there. So the big question then is, so why, does, why doesn't he let him go inside? Why does he say you can stay in, the, in, in this mosquito-netted bed? Why doesn't he just say you can go inside? You're potter from the sukkah, uh, which, is, which is very strange. And that's the real chidush here. So the Morgan Avrom says a very, very strange thing. The Morgan Avrom we've spoken about before, 17th century, the most important parish on Orachaim. All of Halacha in Orachaim is built on the Morgan Avrom. Uh, the Vilagorn quotes him a lot. The Mishnah Brura quotes him a lot. The Chayyim quotes him a lot. The Morgan Avrom is the is the. In fact, most of the Mishnah Brura is actually from the Morgan Avrom. The Morgan Avrom is the foundation of the way we paskin in in matters of Orachaim. We mentioned before that, like, very similar to the Prima Godim, who is a perush on the Magen Avrom. We had the Prima Godim last week. And like the Prima Godim, the Magen Avrom was a hated teacher most of his life. And it, it was the Shach, who was another Mefarish on the Shulchan Aruch in, uh, in Yoradeh, in Chalashim Mishpat, the Shach discovered the Magen Avrom. And he heard a child answer a very, very difficult question. And he, and he said to the, to the child, Where did you, how did you figure this out? He said, my Rebbe in Cheder told me. Who's your Rebbe in Cheder? I want to see him. They went and he found the Morgan Avrom. And he said to the community, this is somebody who should be a Rav, a Dayan, not a Cheder teacher. Um, and he eventually had a job as a kind of an assistant Rav. He never had a, a Rabbonus. He became famous later on, after his death, because of the, the Morgan Avrom that he wrote. Very, very modest, humble person. And he says, Mashma deze adif milishan chutzmisukid would seem to be saying that, that to, to live under the, to, to sleep under the mosquito net is better than going inside. There are degrees. Because on Daf Yudalif we have a mandoma, we have one view on Daf Yudalif that says you're allowed to do that, that it doesn't break the space of the, of the sukkah. And so at least be Yotze, according to that Mandomer, if you're going to do something, if you're going to use a header, at least do it in such a way that you might be Yotze, according to somebody, is how the, the Morgan Avrom learns it. But I want to suggest a different, a different reason, and I, I haven't found a proof for it, I haven't found anybody who says it, so maybe somebody who's listening to this Matmonim will be aware of something that supports what I want to say, and will let me know, I would appreciate it. I think the following. What does mitzta'er potum in asukah mean? So we, the reason that a person who's suffering is potum from asukah is because, as we see further on, teishvu ke'en taduru. The first night of sukkah, there's no teishvu ke'en taduru. The first night of sukkah, you've got to eat a kazais in the sukkah, whether you're comfortable or not, whether you're suffering or you're not suffering, you've got to eat a kazais in the sukkah. 
the rest of sukkah, that means you should live in the sukkah for seven days the way you live in your house. What do you do in your house if there are mosquitoes? You put up a mosquito net. You don't leave the house. You put up a mosquito net. So teishvu ke'en taduru in the sukkah when there are mosquitoes is to put up a mosquito net. And, and if the reason the Gemara Daf Yudalaf is talking about, not with mosquitoes, it's just saying you, you're sleeping in a canopied bed that you can't, not Yudse. That's true because that's, that's you're separating out yourself out of the sukkah. But if it's Ke'en Taduru, if, if that's what you would do indoors because of the mosquitoes, then that's what you do in the sukkah because of the mosquitoes. And the difference between the way I'm suggesting and the way that the, the Morgan Avrom writes is that according to the Morgan Avrom, you Yudse according to the viewpoint on Daf Yudalaf. But you don't fulfill the mitzvah according to the Psach Halacha, according to the Halacha. And the Morgan Avram is very different because we don't see this elsewhere. That, that you've got to do, if, you, if you're potter from something, well then do it at least in a way where somebody else would help. We don't do that. If the Halacha is your potter, then you're potter. It's a very unusual exception, this, in the case of the Morgan Avram. So according to the Morgan Avram, al pi Halacha, you're not Yotze. You're Yotze according to one view on Daf Yudalif. If what I'm saying is suggest you would be Yotze, you would actually be Yotze the mitzvah of sukkah because Teshvuk and Taduru means that you live in the sukkah as you would in the house and in the house if there are mosquitoes, how do you alleviate the pain? You don't leave the house, you put up a mosquito net. That's what you do, that's how you sleep. And that would be Kain Taduru, that would be the way that you live in the, in the sukkah. What we see over here is the difference between the first night of sukkah, the first day of sukkah and the rest of, of sukkahs. And this idea of Teshvuk in Taduru, and bear in mind that we've been learning all along that Sukkah is a metaphor and an exercise for how we need to live with Torah and Mitzvahs the whole year, all the, all the time. How to live, there, there are lessons, it's a model of how to live with Torah and Mitzvahs, how to live with Emuna and Bitochen uh, during one's life, how, how to operate. And we see that there are two different modus operandi, there are two different ways of, of being. The one is first day where there sometimes there are actions you've got to do. There's a mitzvah you've got to do. You've got to put on tefillin. That's a mitzvah. It's a maise mitzvah. It's an action you've got to do. But, but sometimes it's a matter of being, not doing. And it's important to separate being from doing. Yiddishkeit Torah is not all about doing. There is an element which is about doing. But when it comes to, to emunah and bitochen and, and learning Torah, that's a state of being. That's not a state of doing. Um, and and that's, that's, that's what's really important, the idea of, of, uh, of that you've got to be t- thinking in Torah day and night. That's not doing. You're not, you can't do it day and night because then you won't have time to do anything else. When will you sleep? When will you work? When will you eat? It's a way of being. That the way you are is with your mind involved in Torah. It's a way of being. And Besukos Teshvu Shivas Yomim is a way of being. It's not, a, it's not a matter of doing. So from a doing perspective, you're under the mosquito net. That's not sukkah. But from a being perspective, from teshvu, that is how you live. That's the way that you live. And it's interesting, one could take this really far, and one could say, um, and, and again, no, no halakhic basis for this, but it's just an interesting idea to explore, that what happens if, um, if you say, besukah teshvu shivas yomim. It doesn't say pamachas beshivas yomim. It doesn't say you should... Once a day for seven days. It says for seven days you're in the sukkah. So you're allowed to do certain things outside of the sukkah. You're allowed, just odd, eating something, some fruit or something outside of the sukkah, you're allowed to do that. Uh, you go to your office, you're working, you're allowed to be outside of your sukkah. Is it possible that you're still being Mekayim, the mitzvah of Besukkah's Teshvu Shivas Yomim? 
from a doing perspective, you can't check the action off and say, I'm in a sukkah. You're not in a sukkah. When you're under the mosquito net, you're not in a sukkah. But so then why don't you go inside? Because although I'm not in a sukkah, I can't check off the action. I am in a state of sukkah because that's how I taste for That's how you live in the sukkah. The sukkah's taste for shivas yomi means you make the sukkah your base. You make the sukkah your home. Now, what do you do when you've got a home? You go out to work. That doesn't undo the home. That doesn't mean you don't have a home while you're working. So while you're working, it's possible that you're mekayim besukkus teishvu shivas yomim. You're mekayim the mitzvah of having a sukkah as your home for seven days, even though at that moment you're not in the home. If the halach is you're allowed to go inside because you're ill, or you're allowed to go inside because of the heat or the cold, or whatever it is, or the rain, you're allowed to go inside. It's possible that even while you're inside, you're not fulfilling the action of sitting in a sukkah, because you're not sitting in a sukkah. But the being mitzvah of being in a state of sukkah for seven days, you're in that state even when you're not physically in the sukkah at that time. And we learn that then, then applies in all the mitzvahs that we do. There are moments when you're doing the action of the mitzvah, and that's you're putting on your tefillin, you're, you're, you're doing a maishashul mitzvah. But there are moments when you're in a state of being. You're not doing the action, but you're in a state of being connected with that mitzvah. Your mind is in the, in the mitzvah. You're in the mitzvah. And it's important in our understanding of Shmirat Torah Mitzvot that we understand these two elements. That sometimes there are things we need to do, there are actions we need to do accurately, correctly, with the right intention and the right physical attributes of the, of the action. The tefillin have to be kosher, they have to be written kosher, you have to put them on correctly. All the actions have to be in place. But there's another element, which is Teshva, the way you live, the, your state of being. And, and today we've become a little bit too much wrapped into, in, the, in the actions and not understanding the Basuka's Teshva, what it is to live naturally. And if naturally means under the mosquito cover, then you're, then you're under the mosquito cover. Living naturally means for this moment you go inside, then you go inside. That's living naturally. It's still within the, the process of Basukas Teshvu Shivas Yomim. And that naturalness of living within a framework of Torah is something we have to get better and better at. Yeah.